next guest, he's a professional mixed martial artist with a record of eight wins with one loss. He has fought for LFA, and now he is a UFC fighter. Please welcome onto the show my friend, Mr. Dan Argueta. Just want to give you a little Thanks round of applause. Thanks for having me on, Jose. It's been, Man, it's been a minute. Long. Yes, it has been. January 28th, man. <clears throat> January 28th, we did our last interview. You were getting ready to fight uh, for LFA. Since then, you've had a couple wins there. Uh, you've officially remained undefeated at 135. You've become a world champion, and uh, you've had your UFC debut in the Apex, man. Uh, it's not, seems like a lot, man. Seems like a lot. Yeah, when you when you say it that way, it really does. It, <laughs> I I can't believe, uh, you know, I can't believe I have the chances to, you know, I, I'm I'm going on my third time fighting there. It's like uh, yeah. surreal. It does it doesn't feel like it. it it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, um, it's a minute. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm way overdue. For a win in the Apex Arena. Now, how, how do um, do you feel like any added pressure? Be good when you say that. Yeah, good okay. pressure. Okay. It's good pressure. It's uh, you know, it, people get this game twisted. It's not a game. <laughs> no, it's it's not. not a game. It, it, so, and if there's not pressure, then I'm not taking it seriously. Of course, yeah. there's pressure. Added pressure. I think there's supposed to be added pressure every time you, every time you're going up the ranks. You know, after my last fight, you know, people didn't think I was gonna. People thought I was gonna get finished in the first round against Damon. Yeah. You know, and so to not get finished and have a close fight, you know, now people are expecting a lot on me. Of course, there's pressure. You took that fight on what a week notice? Ten days. 10 days notice, 10 days notice. Now, uh, days. What, what what was your reaction? When did you get the call? What were you doing, man? <clears throat> uh, I was taking my dog to the bathroom <laughs> nice. at the apartment. And I like got an Instagram notification that I was tagging in a photo. And before I could even check it, boom, 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 just tagged in a bunch of photos and comments and I was like I clicked and it said UFC fight alerts or UFC news fight alerts whatever yeah uh Dan Argetta versus Damon Jackson I was tagging and I was like oh snap that was my reaction too bro <laughs> I was like I was like I did it I sat I went up to my couch and I, I was just crying I was like what the like it, it was heavy. I was like, whoa! All those years, all that you know, sacrifice, everything, and it's finally here. I was like, my girlfriend's like, what's wrong? And I just passed my phone to her, and she kind of just looked at it. She goes, and just walks away. She didn't know what to say. She was, it was crazy. It was weird. Dream come true. Oh, right? My dad, my dad didn't believe me at first. He was like, whoa. Yeah. We we're all waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a great feeling. Oh yeah. It was uh I'll never forget it. I'll never forget exactly what I was doing and those feelings and you know, I gotta remember that going into every single fight I've worked so hard just to get my foot to that door. You know, you can't you 
you can't take any breaks now. You can't take your gas off the pedal. So how's your preparation been heading into this fight? Uh, it's good. You know, I'm preparing for a five-round war. Okay. I'm preparing to fight the best fighter on the planet. Nothing changes. Every single fight, nothing changes. I'm preparing to fight the best. I, I look at it like this. I'm preparing to fight the best version of myself because I just have to do better and feel better about this camp than I did my last camp. And then with that one, I had to feel better the last camp. It's preparation stays the same. Oh, you know, you have to be just strong. Huh? No, so you have to be mentally strong with, with, with what you're doing and that you're so yeah, mental strength. You know, the second you start going freaking out about something that you got to work on or, oh, I got to. I gotta fix this. Nah, man, that's just part of it. You gotta fix everything still. You gotta, you know, it's like a real video game where you remember like, oh, you, you work too much on your speed, now your strength goes down. You work too much down on your strength, now your stamina goes down. It's a real, it's it's real, you know, you work too much on on your boxing, your wrestling goes down. You work too much on your wrestling, your boxing goes down. You work too much on on throwing kicks, now you're you're getting caught more. Like, it's it's real, you know, so like I'm literally I've had people ask me all week, oh, what are you focusing on for this fight? Everything. You know, and I say I'm, I'm preparing to fight the best featherweight on the planet. And they're like. Kind of your reaction. Oh, it's a tough fight. You only got five fights. Yeah, of course. They're all going to be tough. There's no more easy fights. There's no more easy fights. You're in the big show. You're now you're on the biggest stage. You know, so it's the preparation. I don't think it'll ever be. I could take it easy. I, it never has been. I've never prepared ever, saying I could. Huh? I don't think it's ever been like that for me. No, I, it can't be. Second I do that, I know I'm. I'm stuck on my bullshit if I do that. I, I, I'm very much in tune with. Preparing for a five-round fight every time. Do you know how stressful it was when I was actually preparing for a five-round fight? Oh, I would never know. Dude, never know. I was preparing for basically like I was fighting an eight-round fight. Okay. Because I was already training my whole career like I was preparing for five-round fights. So I didn't know what it, I was like. I got to do more. What the hell? You know, and this is especially weird because right now I'm eight weeks out. I've already known about this fight for, what, three weeks or so? Yeah. Right now I'm eight, about... Huh? I've been about five months since it was announced on there. Three weeks. Three weeks, because I, I found out about it the day I got to New Mexico, which was two Mondays ago, so three weeks. Three Mondays ago. So this is the third week I've known about it. And I'm still eight weeks out. The most time I've ever had before a fight, a date was eight weeks. Just a date. You know, that was the most time I ever had. And, you know, basically knowing my opponent for eight weeks. Oh, crap. This is new. That's a lot of time. You know, I'm, there's nothing about me that is like uh chilling right now i 
you know, I worked in silence throughout my whole recovery from my surgery. Yeah. You know, I was, I don't know if you know this, but I was back at full sport six weeks in. I know. So for I everyone who thinks, oh. Right, it was on your shoulder. We're watching them. I was, I was sparring eight weeks in. People don't know that. People think, oh, he's coming off the shoulder. I've still been, I still got three months of training camp over all these dudes. Yeah. You know, I've been in camp. I started my camp. Think of it this way. I started my camp a month before I got the surgery. You did the surgery, recover. Now you're in camp. You're continuing camp. Bro, there was no recovery. It was, it was get the surgery 24 hours later, go to Vegas, start getting it worked on, start rehabbing it. Recover is a very vague term, you know. We worked on my shoulder, we reconstructed it, we let it heal. We didn't recover. Recover when I when you hear recover, you think, oh. You laid down, you didn't go train, you did this. No, no. Yeah. We, we worked on this thing. We brought it to the shop and we worked on it. We did everything with it. We made sure it was healthy. And you know what? When I was doing that, what do you think I was doing with my other hand? Hitting mitts. You know, kickboxing that side. Fucking watching film. Like, it was... I was doing... You know, hour and a half long bike rides, like it was like hard workouts, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I've been in camp since a month before this surgery. I never stopped. I never pulled back." Like I said, it was a, it was a, I'd call it a bounce back, but it was no more than a, a hiccup, and then I kept going. That was it. You know, people don't know that. That's why I'm like. That's why I'm like, for all those fucking people who want to be like, oh, he got surgery. He had he take top. I didn't take shit off. I was in the Did gym. You hear that huh? Like people are saying that though. Like, or you've heard people comment on this. No, or is but that just I know that. You think people are saying. I I think people are thinking it. Okay. And I I don't know if that's very if that's me being full of it or if that's me being like if that's me being like tough on myself like hey you know people are gonna think this people are gonna think this prove them wrong i proved them wrong within 24 hours 24 hours i was already i was already up and at it fucking <laughs> doing band workouts with my free arm while i was in a sling doing hard bike workouts that that video was 24 hours after surgery out in vegas how is it like being back home in chicago i feel the love feel the love it's definitely hard to be home right now because i haven't been home since a month before the surgery you know so about four and a half months i haven't been home you know and my dad my family they there's a lot of stuff to get done out here you know and with me not being here it's hard to get all that stuff done you know i i <clears throat> i had to go do some media this weekend i also had to go do stuff for my dad but i couldn't because i had this media planned and I was like, oh, Pops, I don't want to do this. I was like, I'd rather do your shit. My shit's so stupid. 
I still feel that way about my fight. I'm like, my shit's so stupid compared to being there for for my dad and my mom and helping them. I, I got to go get in a little fight. And because of that fight, I, I can't help my family right now. Like, that's how I feel. It's frustrating. Like, I, I understand. I get. I guess you know. You could say like, I know how important this fight is, but you know, it's more important than that. Yeah. And I see that. And you know what? And I have to. My dad's allowing me and understands me. You know why? He's like, don't worry about this stuff right now. You know, put that on the back burner. Take care of this fight. Take care of yourself going into this fight. And it hurts. I'm like, God. <laughs> sucks it sucks dude i like to come home and help out but i don't know if you've been watching my stuff i'm still getting the work in yeah. i'm still I'm, I'm home for the week because my my best friend nick fishback is fighting this weekend which i'm gonna get you on a call with him before he fights he's a division two ncaa finalist you're gonna hear his name pretty soon here he uh he's made some sacrifices man he has a year and a half old baby he had a job with all the benefits working in a in a union, a concrete union here in Chicago. A house with his wife. He got rid of everything to pursue fighting. He's only been training six months. NCAA finals. Been my best friend since we were eight years old. Him and I were... Him and I were teammates in high school together. We were captains in high school together. We were roommates in college together and captains together in college. You know, he had a little bit more success. He had a lot of bit more success than me in college because he took it seriously. He was working hard while I was being a shithead. But I wouldn't be here today if, if I didn't realize I was being a shithead. That's what got me into MMA. And then I was like, oh, that's... I've told you that's why I wasn't allowed to beat these good guys because I wasn't doing the extra work. You know, I've ran 30 miles this month already. I never ran up two miles in a whole fucking wrestling career. I never ran two miles during a wrestling season. I look at college, I didn't run a mile a season. I just ran 30 miles this month. That's what I mean when I wasn't doing the extra work. You know, so like to see this guy that I'm fighting, you know, there's an NCAA finalist in my division and everything. I'm like, oh, he probably did the extra work back then. He deserved that. You know who does above and beyond the extra work now? Me. And now I deserve it. I know I deserve it. I know people say, oh, you know, you know, you're not, uh, you can't think you deserve things and all this. Fuck that. I deserve it. I deserve it. I've worked too fucking hard, Jose. I work my ass off. I lose sleep about this sport. I lose so much sleep about this sport. I I've lost friends about this sport. I've to the point where I can't even help my family because of this sport. Because they understand how important it is. You know, it's not a it's not a game anymore. Now it's it's life. It's it's real. It's affecting me, you know, it's 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 dialing me in. It makes me feel. It makes me feel like a, 
alive and like a like we're going to war. You know, one thing that holds me down is my girl, man. My girl freaking is the one to remind me like, like, hey, hey, relax, relax. Like, you know, if we go to a, a dinner together and I'm in a weird mood, it's like, hey, why are you in a weird mood? All the, you know, we're in a, a setting. Like, why are you being quiet or why are you nervous or sad or anxious? Like, these people don't care if you're, if you win or lose your fight or if you get a knockout, if you knock your dude out, they don't, they don't care. Just enjoy the moment, you know, enjoy being with me. And like, it, it brings me back down to earth. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, I, that's how this whole experience is, has been like, it's just the wildest roller coaster ride ever. <laughs> My last question is, like, we all have good days. We all have bad days. What do you do to get yourself out of these bad days, Dan? You know, I was, I was uh, working with one of our guys that Bloodline has signed to the management. And he, he compared a five-mile run with his buddies up in the mountain. He said, it was shitty. It was miserable. It sucks. And I'm like, what? You're with your friends. You're with dudes on the same goal as you. That have the same goal as you, right? Yeah. It shouldn't be that bad. You're a professional athlete. That shouldn't be the bad part of your day. You're expected to do that. You know, it, it's supposed to. It's supposed to suck. But misery loves company. You know. For sure. You're with your friends doing it. It's easy then. It's it's cool. And it, it pissed me off because he was like, you're just always so determined. And I'm laughing. I'm like, he's like, he's like, what? You don't have, because he, he wanted to say that because of that event, you know, him running and stuff. He goes, what? You don't have bad days? And I was pissed. You know why? Why is that? Like I said, that that run doesn't create a bad day. Other shit, that's my job. I got to do that. And I'm getting to do it with my friends. I love it. Even when I do it alone, I don't complain about it. It doesn't create. It's not like, oh, today it's going to suck. I have to run. No. No. I told him that. I said, it's not that I don't have bad days. I said, I can't tell you the last time I had a good day. And he was like, you know, I hide it. I hide it. I I talk about it with my friends. I'll talk about it with you. I'll talk about it with my family. But, you know, I walk into the gym and I see people I don't know. It's like, hey, it's shit's contagious. It's contagious when I see guys working hard. It's contagious when I see a group at, in, at Jackson smiling. And I know these guys are always working. You know, I see, I see these younger guys, the next generation smiling, doing their work. And I'm like, then it makes me smile. Cause I was like, it makes me smile. Cause I'm like, oh, I remember that, you know, when there was no pressure, no worries, like it's contagious. You know, that, that it turns the good, it turns the bad days, the days where you're, the pressure's on, you're, you know, anxious, it turns them good. When you look, you look around the gym and you see guys, oh, I remember that. That was nice. Nothing's changed. 
except for your perspective on what's to come. Nothing has changed. You know, so when that kid said to me, you never have, you never have a bad day because you're so determined. Can't tell you the last time I had a good day. You know why? Because if I'm having, if a day's too good, I know what this job is. I know that suffering is important, that it helps you win. I, I know that, you know, triumphs and tribulations to really, you know, push yourself come from struggle. If I'm having too good of a day, I learn how to fuck that day up quick. Cause I'm like, ah, today's too good. I bet I got to ruin today. I got to, I got to do something to ruin this day. Today I'm having too good of a day. I'm going to go for a five mile run real quick in 10 degree weather. Jesus, I learned, I learned, huh? Good Lord, is that, is that how cold it is over there? Yeah, dude, it's cold. Dude, no way. It's cold. But like, like I said, you know, those bad days, everyone's going to have them. Some, some more than others, but it's the perspective. A professional fighter, a bad day should not be ter- be determined by something he's supposed to be doing. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A bad day should be determined by, oh, you have a friend that, shit, just happened. Not to me, but to a friend, you know. Your friend's in the hospital because he got shot three times in Chicago. Boom. That's a bad day. That's a bad day. How, what are we going to do to fix it? You can't actually do anything other than do more of what you're supposed to be doing that day. I promise you'll feel better. Do it with high efforts. You know what? It's not going to be easy. That whole time you're going to be thinking about your friend. It's not supposed to be easy. The second you do it, you're going to feel a little bit of relief. You'll feel. I'm not a doctor, but from my own experience, after I actually do the thing, I feel a little bit of relief. Then you start doing it more and more. And then, like I said, the running, or a little bit of suffering, bike rides, sprints, shit that guys don't want to do, the diet. It shouldn't make your day bad. It shouldn't be the reason you have a bad day. Bad days come from other things. Those things that we're doing, we're, we're expected to do it. Wise words from a wise man. Ladies and gentlemen, UFC fighter Dan Arguetta. Don't forget to check out his fight on January 14th. Thank you, Dan.